Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions, and we would love to have you join us. Welcome to the new year, listeners. It is 2022. Welcome. And welcome. Yes. How was your how were your holidays? It was pretty blank and I like it? it. No, it was, but it was needed. Like I yeah. sat on the couch a lot and yet like it was funny. Um, so I've taken this idea from this YouTuber, Peter McKinnon, um, photographer, YouTuber. No, I don't know. Um, he, there's an episode where he talks about like having a list of eight critical things to do. Okay. And I did it a lot during the school year. Okay. It helped me. I kind of like not just organize my time, but also decide what do I need to use? What do I need to remove? Cause you can only have eight. Okay. So like once you do eight, you're done. Then you're done for the day? Well, then or is you're this like done. an ongoing list? You shouldn't be adding more to your list. You okay. should choose eight critical things. And so they when can be one as... rolls off, then one can roll on? No. You're oh. done for the day. Exactly. I'm an overachiever. That's the thing. So uh-huh. it helps because okay. I'm also an overachiever as well. Wait, you are? I know. Because remember, when I stress, I go to the three. <laughs> That's true. Hashtag, should we do this podcast? <laughs> <Any game. laughs> uh, but... I think that's a record. We're not even a minute in and we're already talking Enneagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the thing was, after the first five days, like I was doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was nice, but also like I feel like I should be doing something at least. Okay. And the thing with the, the, the eight critical things, it could be whatever you want. Like go to sleep at nine o'clock, whatever. Okay. So I like that one. It was good to bring back the list so I can at least say to myself, I'm doing things mm-hmm. while still giving myself rest. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. For example, one of the things is drink three liters of water. So. Wait, is that for you? That was for me. Okay. Yes. So you added that. That was part of my, like, every day it's something different. Every okay. day you start and you tr- jot down things. Leaders. So. Oh, yes, leaders. I know. Yes, leaders. They should switch to the... John has a thing about the metric system. <laughs> I feel like everyone should. Okay. Everyone should have a thing about the, the metric system, meaning a positive thing, because it is <laughs> way more organized. It's a it's a mod 10 system. We should just use it. It makes more sense. Okay. If you want to... I will have an argument if you want to. I Not know. with you, but anyone who wants to listen. <laughs> I have reasons for this, and I'm willing you know to talk what? with you. I empower you. whatever you need to do to organize your brain. I need coffee. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, I'm sure. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. I don't think we usually uh, podcast this early. No, so, we don't. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So it was nice. It was small. Good. It was a uh, needed break. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right now we're recording New Year's Day. Yeah. And it's, uh, we have, thankfully, because we're a year on school, we mm-hmm. have one more week off. I'm sorry for those who are jealous, but it, we only oh got six God. weeks of summer. So Thank goodness. Yeah, we do. It's a, Well, and this year it was even shorter. It was like four and a half weeks. This Yeah, this past year. Yeah. This summer, yeah. So, but typically for year round, we have six weeks. So it's yeah. a trade off. It is. But this next week is going to be focus time. Yes. So. Are you, focuses and you're getting ready? Getting ready for the BAP Festival. Then Got it. For all the stuff. Yeah, everything. So. Oh my goodness. Here we go. Here we go. Already back so, into it. It was good. How about you? Yeah. How was it your was, break? It was great. This house was very full. Um, I think there was a series of about a week and a half where there were no fewer than 16 people in this house at a time. Mm. Um, and it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of it, we were all... Um, a little overloaded, I think. Um, and we loved being together. It was a really special Christmas. We had both sides of the family. People traveled from all over to like come convene here. And we're, we're definitely a, a California family, but it's a big state. So yeah. everybody drove down. Um, they were expecting a nice sunny uh, Christmas, I think. And <laughs> it poured. It was raining. It 
poured the entire time, which is so unusual. But if you look out the window, there are no less than four patio heaters out there. So we... Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I know. <laughs> We're not built for cold here no. at all. So we basically made an outdoor living room and people just kind of spread out. It was awesome. We had 14 people around our kitchen island. I also want to say to those mm-hmm. that say, oh man, you should move to Canada if you want to see experience cold. It's like, dude, <laughs> our houses are not built for cold. That's they another are not. thing. They are not. And neither are we. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Currently. Yeah, currently. That, yeah. We could acclimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Um, it was great. Uh, and then as soon as everybody left, I spent a day cleaning, and then I spent the next three days in bed. Nice. It was great. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have not worn hard pants in about a week. It was great. I can't wear soft pants for too long. <laughs> I can't. I remember like during the like, early pandemic uh-huh. where like everyone's, oh, I'll just wear sweatpants everywhere. I was like, mm-hmm. no, no, when it's time to do work, it's time to work. Let's put on my jeans. You know, I, I get in a groove where I feel comfortable all the time and then I get dressed up again and I'm like, oh, this does feel good. And then you feel energized. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah. yeah, I understand the mm-hmm. value in it, but I'm really enjoying soft pants for a minute. I think also I don't have, I only have one pair of sweats, which I rarely wear. Mm. Fun facts about John Seligman. I know. If anybody wants to sponsor us. <laughs> sponsor the pants. We, we need a sweatpants company. <laughs> or no, we can bring back Ma- Mark's idea oh. of shoes. No, it's So true. if anyone wants to sponsor us regarding shoes, you can email us Comfy at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com. <laughs> For ORF teachers. <laughs> Do we wear shoes? We, well, yes, because after recess. Oh, that's true. After recess, you, true. you wear shoes. That, I just feel like that'd be really ironic. Fun fact, though. Uh-huh. Um, so I went kayaking. I, I know we should get to something. <laughs> but, if you, you know, it's chaotic harmony. Yeah. Um, I, re- uh, I went on a chaotic, uh, not chaotic trip. Uh, it was chaotic, but I went on a kayaking trip last uh-huh. break. A chaotic kayak trip. It was it was chaotic. I uh-huh. mean, this random guy came out of the bushes asking if he wanted to join a, or join his nudist colony. So there were a lot nice. of chaotic things that happened. How did I not hear this story? Wait, haven't I shared my? Cha- no, you okay. haven't. Okay, well I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, because I, I'm sure some people are curious, but I'm not sure if everyone is curious. <laughs> but Crystal's I, curious. <laughs> um, the thing was, I was wearing water shoes for the first time. Okay, they're so nice. Yeah. Good water shoes feel so nice because like, it feels like, you know, like yeah. you're, you're barefoot, I've but you're still protected. I've been telling you this. Have you? Yes, when we went to the tide pools. That's right. No, yeah. that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. 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 I saw the dope crevice. It's true. Mm-hmm. With the Drew Billington. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Looking at all the anemones. I love poking the little anemones <laughs> because they... <laughs> They're the best. If anybody ever wants to come hang out in San Diego, I'll take you to my favorite tide pools. Unless it's raining. Unless it's raining. Then we'll definitely take you. <laughs> no, then you can hang out on the back patio under all four patio heaters. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We cannot handle moisture. A little bit. We okay. Did. So, so <laughs> after that lovely little catch up, um, I received for Christmas, I was just sharing with Jonathan, Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. Um, I have invoked her name often on mm-hmm. this podcast uh, because I just love her. She has given me a lot of language to express um, my inner life, and I'm just really grateful uh, for her work, and uh, it's my favorite Christmas present. So Atlas of the Heart um, outlines 84 different emotions and talks about the research behind um, how they come up and the best way to deal with them um, and how they are experienced by thousands of people. And she's just compiled the data, and it's great. Hmm. So I want to talk today about two that are mentioned in the first chapter, and those are stress and overwhelm. So she's got it Mm. divided up into different chapters, 
um, based on how we uh, how uh, we go to different places depending on our context, basically okay. like what we're experiencing. So chapter one is places we go when things are uncertain or too much. And if there's a label that you could put on teaching in this school year this and decade the mm-hmm. last one well th- this decade 2020 sure onwards. yeah okay there you go yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. uh that's it uh, when things are uncertain or too much and so she talks about stress and overwhelm so we talked a couple episodes ago about how i gave the workshop for teaching with orf yeah. about burnout resistance um because i just read uh the book by the nagoski sisters um about how to deal with uh, completing the stress cycle. And I found it so helpful as I was reading this chapter by Brene Brown, because I feel like she just took that work and then took it even deeper into what's going on when your body goes into stress and overwhelm. And those are two different things. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to talk about that. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about what that has looked like this year for so, us. So how does, how does Brene Brown differentiate stress and overwhelm sure so she talks about um it at first she relates it to when she was uh waiting tables okay uh as a as a young woman so she talks about um just how crazy it is to work in that environment you know you're taking care of all the different tables you're dealing with different personalities there's a million things to remember um the manager's yelling at everyone to to hustle up um and you're and she says that it's really uh it's there's a couple of phrases that they use so when you're a little bit um when when you're kind of getting a little out of sorts and you say you're in the weeds Mm -hmm. and so you go to your manager and you say i'm in the weeds and uh, and they say what do you need and so then you say well i got a retea table for and i need to you know you just kind of go down your list like i need to do these things so you're capable of making a list Mm -hmm. when you're overwhelmed um she says the phrase is i'm blown and that's like i am so out of sorts that i cannot function and if you use that phrase then it's um then they don't even ask what you need they take your pad and they um and they take over and you get 10 minutes and Mm. you're and you have to go outside or to the bathroom or to like the the fridge and you take 10 minutes of quiet and they just take over for you um and you come back from it so that's the difference that she talks about between stress and overwhelm Mm. And I thought it was really helpful. And she's got a couple of definitions in um, in the book about stress and overwhelm as well. Um, but what do you think about those definitions kind of in relation to what we've been doing this year? That makes complete sense. Totally. I, I, I think stress we stress is is common in our in our workspace. Yeah. Um, and but I feel like there has been an, an a massive shift of st- teachers being stressed to teachers being overwhelmed, mm-hmm. uh, where we like, just par- paralysis. I remember during early COVID, um, back when we were teaching in person, actually, kind of, well, we we're doing the hybrid, mm-hmm. uh, not even the hybrid, no, it's distance learning. That's what mm-hmm. words. I'm, I'm still on break mode right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just in distance learning. I was like, this was the first week I was trying to organize all like all the schedules and. Also, my VAPA teacher, my fellow VAPA teachers were both on pregnancy leave. Oh, um, that's right. And I, yeah. there was definitely a sense of overwhelm because like, yeah. I need my people, but I'm alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone's trying to like vie for their own Alone schedule. on different levels than you've ever been yes. before. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so and I know that I'm not alone in that. Yeah. There's, so th- that's th- that's a good th- those are good definitions. Um, a good way I found to, it helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I found it really helpful. So and then the other thing that I wanted to get into on um, those definitions are she 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 quotes a lot of other researchers uh, in this work. So let's I want to get into um, so let's talk about stress. Mm-hmm. Um, so stress we feel stressed when we evaluate environmental demand as beyond our ability to cope successfully. This includes elements of unpredictability, uncontrollability, and feeling overloaded. So that's her definition of stress, which definitely this year. It's like I think about my classrooms this year and I think about the school environment. It's like we don't have enough subs. Um, The kids are in a state, right? Um, All of the teachers are still dealing with their own personal stuff. Uh, We don't know if we're going to have enough funding. We don't even know where where to begin academically with the kiddos. We don't know if they're going to be able to have support at home. We don't know if we're even going to be able to have concerts of a normal sort this year. And it seems like every time we get our feet under us, it's like ripped out all over yep. again. Mm-hmm. Omicron. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's really easy to feel uh, stressed. stressed. Yeah. And when you live in that state of stress, that's what kind of gets to overwhelm. So mm-hmm. she has the Merriam-Webster online dictionary definition yeah. of overwhelm, which is completely overcome or overpowered by thought or feeling. Um, and she says you're you're just incapable of organizing or labeling your right. thoughts mm-hmm. when you're overwhelmed. Like you can't put it into words. And I've been there in a lot of different places, and I immediately thought of being a new mother. Um, that was probably the most overwhelming season of my life because, mm-hmm. um, like, it's just such a paradigm shift. Like you don't know what to do, and you're solely responsible for keeping this little being alive. Yeah, and definitely. Yeah, and uh, and people would call, and they they knew that I was overwhelmed yeah. but i hated it when they asked what can i do it's like if i could ask <laughs> <laughs> then i would um and it's one of the reasons why as a photographer i love doing newborn shoots because i really take it seriously going into that very sacred new family space mm-hmm. and taking care of mom for a minute and just you know like taking the baby out of her arms and i remember swaddling and um putting a baby to sleep and handing it to the mom and she was like this is the first time since she was born that I've been handed a happy baby. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I know, but it's true. Uh, yeah. So, but that's what overwhelm feels like. Yeah. You don't, you don't know how to put it into words. Um, and so this is what I liked a lot that she talked about okay. that totally goes into our work. Um, so she talks about the research of John, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to say his name right, John Kabat-Zinn. Um, he describes overwhelm as the all too common feeling that our lives are somehow unfolding faster than the human nervous system and psyche are able to manage well. Mm. Um, that like, yeah. yeah, that hit me. It's like, yeah, that's it. And that perfectly describes our state in this post-lockdown reality um and then he goes on to say uh that the cure for overwhelm is mindful play no agenda and non-doing time interesting yeah but this is the solution for overwhelm that's the solution for overwhelm and that's the only way to get your brain out of it fascinating i have mindful play and non-activity okay Mm -hmm. which is why when you when you're in the restaurant setting and you say i'm blown yeah you leave Mm -hmm. you go somewhere quiet My mind goes somewhere else. I think those are definitely the great solutions. But mm-hmm. for me, like when I thought about, it's funny actually. I was reflecting last night about what I want different for this um, this year. But uh-huh. um, I think yeah, for sure taking a pause and that, that helps for 
this the situational like overwhelm mm-hmm. i think for the longevity overwhelm mm-hmm. um to lack of better term cure it is the reaching out uh-huh. but if you can't reach out because you're overwhelmed so that's what you need to do at first but right. for me like I think about all the times where I was overwhelmed is because I thought I was the only one who who had, who has to do this. Yeah. And the necessity to reach out. Mm-hmm. Um, helps. Isn't that funny how we do that to ourselves? It's like I'm the only one who's ever felt this way. Like there's billions of people on the planet. Well, not maybe not so much that. For me, mm-hmm. it's more so like I'm the only one that's – I am responsible for this. Okay. So I need to take care of this myself. I understand. Nobody can be John Seligman. No one can be John Seligman. Got it. Um, I feel embarrassed if I need – if someone else helps me out. Okay. Um, and so that's when I, I, and so we need people. Yeah, we do. And I think that's, and that's why also about thinking about the restaurant business, like the person's only able to take their break because they are relying on someone else to take their shift. Yeah. So that's been like, there's, for, there's support in There's place. support. Yes. I know. I was kind of jealous almost listening to that and reading that yeah. when she was, she talked, she's talked about this on her podcast too. Okay. And so she got a little more in depth. Um, I I was talking to a mentor of mine, um, Dr. Joe Clemens. Hi, Joe. Hey, Joe. She was my voice teacher. Same here. Oh, yep. really? Mm-hmm. Joe, you're the best. She's pretty great. Um, and we were talking. So now she's in a um, she's in a different role uh, at Point Loma Nazarene University, where she is uh, kind of doing a lot of work with uh, professional development for the professors. Mm-hmm. And so she's been um, talking a lot this year about self care and kind of exploring that. So I asked for her input when I was planning my session. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she was talking a little, I was telling her all of these things we had in place for the students. Like um, when when the kids, uh, you know, elope or let, like run out of the classroom or they melt down. <laughs> That's not what I'm about. I know. Okay. Yeah, Continue. the clinical term for them running out yes. of the classroom is elope. Um, so when, when they like run out or they throw a fit or they dive under a table or they start throwing things, um, I can um, call the office. Uh, sometimes I have a two-way radio. I can have someone come get them. They are allowed to go to a couple different places, uh, depending on who they are. They've got a couple places they're allowed to run Mm -hmm. um, to a safe grown-up. We have the school garden. So we've got all these things in place for the kids to get a break. And she was like, so you've just talked through all these things that you've got in place for when the kids are overwhelmed. What about when you're overwhelmed? I was like, yeah, we don't have that. We don't have that. Yeah, we don't have that. And I think we should. We should. But... We're short-staffed as it is. That's the, that. It <laughs> that goes back. It always goes back to that. It goes back to our conversation we had with Mark. Yeah. Like a few episodes ago. Like, what would happen? What would we do if we had more grown-ups, more funding, and we chose? Yeah. Like, we need more bodies, but not just bodies. We right. need trained, trained grown-ups. Yeah. We need more people. This job is too much we to do. We need more supports. We need more supports. Even like pre-COVID, we needed more supports. Yeah. And even and more so now. I think about all the things that we do. Um, like for myself, at least, I think mm-hmm. about I teach concert band. Mm-hmm. That in of itself is like I need more assistance because just there are so many different ways. There are different there are different instruments, different ways. To mm-hmm. And like the word I'm looking for is Amish replacement. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think I mentioned this before. Break I learned green. the flute. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, I uh, was a flute. Uh, flautist. Flautist. Flu- uh, flutist. Flutist. Yeah, I'm going to switch to flutist because there's no flouts. I'm sorry. There's no flouts. Yeah, there's no flouts nowadays. Okay. Um, whatever. Help me out. Flautas. Um, yes. They're delicious. <laughs> um, so <laughs> the thing is like that amateur goes to nothing. And like, I've been learning how to pl- play all the other instruments. But like nevertheless, like 
there is I have such little time with these people, and it would be great to have more supports just with concert band. Right. But think about also with choir. If there's mm-hmm. more supports for choir, if there are more adults to help uh, coordinate different things, not just like babysit, but also assist mm-hmm. musically. Also, the general ed classroom. Like, imagine how much more full of their education that there would be if we had just more supports. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it would be revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> And that was just pre-COVID. Yeah, that was pre-COVID. And, that was pre-COVID. and now, now we are just pitched into absolute crisis mode. And I think almost every teacher I know is blown um, or and has been blown in one way or another yeah. through the last two years. Uh, yeah, we we definitely – there is a collective cry for help happening. And uh, I'm, I hope that the people in charge listen. So I led a reflection session for the people who. Before okay. you go there, go ahead, I want respond. you to. But I, I don't think it's just people in charge. Oh. I think it's the whole community. Oh, for sure, parents, I, all of it. Because if they're because they're the ones yeah. that back it up, and yeah. like they're like when the kids go home, they're the, like the parents are the ones that are there to support as well. It's true. It's a whole communal and situation. And they're blown too. And they're blown too. Like mm-hmm. the whole world is blown. Like mm-hmm. we recognize that as music educators, but yeah. The support happens not just from like, the need for support is not just from the, the classroom, not just from the uppers, but also just the whole community to mm-hmm. a, to appreciate education as a whole. Yeah. And there's a lot of just a lot. There's a lot of viewpoints on education. I get it. But like it's we need more assistance to make sure that your kids get great education. Yeah. Like, let's stop yelling at each other and start coming Helping. up with solutions. Yeah. Um. So for the people who registered for my workshop, um, I led a New Year's um, reflection session. How'd it go? It was great. It was lovely. It was not recorded. Um, And I just told everyone, uh, we're just going to hang out with each other and and not worry about how we look on camera Uh (laughs) or saying everything perfectly. This is a safe space. We're just going to be vulnerable with each other. And I gave a lot of, I I put together an educator's toolkit. So if you're interested in that, um, if you want to go, Uh, reflect on what this last year has been like for you. Um, I put together, it's about seven pages long of a guide to reflect and then maybe dream a little bit if you're able to. Um, on the website? Yeah, we can link to, we can link to it. It's on a, um, it's it's on the the teaching with Orf oh, okay. main page. Yeah, it's all through teaching with Orf. Um, and you are welcome to those resources. They are free. Um, And we talked about processing the trauma that we've been through. And I thought it was really interesting. Uh, One of the participants said, I have trouble um, with the word trauma because it's uh, it's overused and it's loaded. And he was saying, um, you know, I feel like it's hard to um, call what I've been through trauma because it does not even come close to comparing with a lot of what other people have been through and uh, so my response to that was you know I'm first of all I'm not a therapist right. <laughs> I was like I, I have the same job you guys do <laughs> right. I'm an elementary music teacher so I can only speak from my experience right. but from the definitions that I've read and from the things that I have learned in therapy because therapy is cool everybody is. should do it yes um what I've learned is that trauma is, is pretty much anything that rewires your brain. Um, so you have a chemical reaction when you're triggered by a circumstance. So if you have been through something stressful, um, whenever you come up against a similar circumstance, your body automatically goes into a stress response because it's like, oh, we've been here before. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, And you have to process that through. And if you don't get to a place where you can consciously think through that response and 
preferably because therapy is cool with the help of a professional work through coming up with some strategies to deal with that automatic response you're going to keep getting it locked in that stress cycle instead of allowing it to continue so i think it's important that as we're going through this next year you know i i've said before many times a great intervention and we know this from the research for what's going on in our classrooms for the kids who are out of control who are overwhelmed who are stressed is a well-regulated adult you know it's a sympathetic nervous system reaction it's like when i pick up a crying baby i can soothe them if my heartbeat is calm um and it's it works the same with kids vibes are a thing Mm -hmm. you know um and so if you if you're a well-regulated adult that's going to make your life easier managing your classroom Mm -hmm. that's going to make the kids feel safer and holy cow that is so hard right now um but that's what's at stake that's why we have to take care of ourselves. Yes, very much so. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's not just for us. It's for the entire community. It ripples out. I often get into, like, this young John Seligman would often focus on, I'm here for my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm here. And it's, it's very much the mission focused. And in, in, a ter- in turn, it, mm, I was neglected uh. because I focused so much on the mission, making sure my kids get the good get a good education. But... You bring up a good point. Like, if you are not in the right mindset, you are not giving your. You are doing a, di- in, a disjustice, an injustice, a yeah, maljustice towards, <laughs> towards the kids because they are not getting because they feel what you feel. Right, they do. I was really embarrassed. Like, um, a former student visited me. Like, we're just chat- chatting, whatnot. Um, like, uh, and she said, "Yeah, you always give give off stress, stressed out, uh, stressed out vibes." Oh, oh, Ugh. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean. That's very perceptive of her to even be able to label that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and that that smites. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that she was able, like, she was willing to visit me. Like, I was, it was yeah. not just like, oh, she's stressed out. I guess, sorry, he's stressed out. I'm, like, you know, it wasn't a good, like, it wasn't a good experience. Yeah. But still, how much more of a experience would be better if I was more centered? Yeah, yeah. grounded. Mm-hmm. Got to mm-hmm. be grounded. Yep. And that is so multi-layered, and that goes yeah. into we don't have enough people, we no. don't have enough support. No. So you get to be your own support this year, and that is my goal. My goal is I want to be my own safe place to fall. Um, I had to, so I've been preaching self-care, right, for the last couple of years, and I had to eat my words (laughs) um, because my body just kind of shut down on me right before break. And uh, I had already planned on... Um, going to the doctor for a thing I needed to take care of, and um, and she definitely uh, nailed me. And mm. she was like, "You are not taking care of your your body. You mm. are in massive uh, stress, and you you are going to continue to break down unless you take care of yourself and you do it now." And I was like, "Yes, ma'am." So- <laughs> <laughs> And she was right, and uh, and so I have. That's I think that's why I've been digging in so hard into this book and to um, all of the resources, and it feels so funny to me that I have been placed in this position where I'm like leading these discussions about self care when I am struggling through it myself. It's like, I'm not preaching from the mountaintop. I'm like at the bottom of the hill. Like I think we need to go this way. Yeah. And I think that's the key part. Like a lot of people think leaders are have their ish together, but mm-hmm. we as leaders need to be community members as well. Yeah. We, yeah. And I if, and I feel like yes, I agree with you that we need to be our own support, but that mm-hmm. support only happens uh, once again 
in community. If we all extend our arms out together and help each other out. Oh, yes. And that is vulnerability. That's vulnerability and that's tough. That is hard. Because when you're stressed and overwhelmed, you want to close up and you yes. want to figure your ish out. Uh-huh. And when we are afraid of what other people think of us, mm-hmm. then we cut ourselves off. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to be courageous. It really is. It's hard. It is hard, but and we tell our kids to be courageous. And uh-huh. What? And once it goes back, it it's goes your back, rules, right? Well, it's yes, be kind, be courageous, be courageous, but also uh-huh. back to what you were saying as well. Like how like, we can't be on the mountaintop and also not practice our own words. Yeah. Not, and I think the key part is practicing our own words, mm-hmm. not mastering necessarily, because mm-hmm. I don't think masters exist necessarily. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do. I don't know, but we need to at least be in the process of at least working through the things that we're preaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, where do we go from here? How do we be, be more? How do we be more vulnerable? Oh. I think that's an, and another podcast we should chew on. Yes, <laughs> but like I think that's the question that we need to ask. Because I agree, mm-hmm. I agree. We we need to make sure that we are supporting ourselves, mm-hmm. but we need to make sure we're supporting others as well, so we can support ourselves. Yeah, but in yep. doing so, we need to be vulnerable to allow people in mm-hmm. and allow others in as well. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot that's happened this, uh, there's been some things that have happened this uh, break, um, nothing traumatic per, per se, but like I've had to re-examine um, how I express love to my loved ones. Mm. Um, and I had to re-examine vulnerability. I, 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 it's hard for me to broach the topic without, while also making sure I keep boundaries in my public space. So like, Yeah, for sure. But it's, vulnerability, t- vulnerability is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's terrifying. It's terrifying. But mm-hmm. if someone is being vulnerable to you, I think um, I'm not going off a different topic. I don't know. I think no. I think it. I think it's absolutely relevant. Okay. That if someone is being vulnerable to you, then you. That what other response do you, are you to give other than love? Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing. I think that's the key part. And like, if, if there are pe- if you're people that the community that you know that loves you, mm-hmm. they're likely to extend love back to you if you're vulnerable. Right. And we have to be really picky about who we choose to be in that community. They have to, they have to be worth it. You know, I think I spent too much of my life walking around way too wide open. Um, and, and true, you know, connection doesn't come through just like letting anybody in. Mm -hmm. You have to be boundaries, 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 boundaries. (laughs) There was this one person I dated, um, and we decided, like, we decided to be friends. Okay. And she was like, well, I'm at the age where I'm trying to cut out friends <laughs> and i was like Ooh, that's sharp but i respect that also uh-huh and so we we manage friendship but like i, I think I, I look back at that conversation and i agree because like i i, I want to love everyone mm-hmm. I, I, that sounds kind of you know hippy dippy but like it's hey that's my jam <laughs> but, that, but that's not <laughs> but for me like for it's like i want i, I would like to extend a, a I care about every every person. Every yeah. person is important. Every person's valuable. Yes. And, but if I spread my, if I spread out too if I spread out too wide, I cannot spread it down too deep. That's right. So that's yeah, right. You have to be selective, unfortunately, and I hate that, but it's, but it's needed. Yeah, and I think that's where learning all of this stuff and learning to be more emotionally intelligent comes into play. Because if you can, if you can understand when somebody is not being vulnerable and when they're acting out of fear and they're acting out of, um, you know, the, those lower level 
um, responses, uh-huh. uh, you can you can tell yourself that, and you can choose to rise above it. So. I think about our, you know, bringing it back to our profession specifically, because all of this applies in every single area of life. But coming back to being an elementary music teacher, we have all these camps, right? Like, um, I'm a Dalgros teacher, and I'm a Kodai (laughs) teacher, and this is the best way, and all of you people have it wrong. It all works. We're all here to serve kids. And if you're there to serve kids, and you're doing it out of love, and you're coming from the right place, we can't afford to be in these little cliques. That's ridiculous ridiculous um we have you know we we are so weak without that connection our voices are so small but if we put them together then maybe we actually might be able to move the needle very much so a little bit and i think us having discourse is good i think us like conversing if you think your method is better that's fine and let's have this discourse let's have this conversation let's have a pedagogical like a you know what is better? What helps the kids better? But in the end, that educator is just as needed as you are. Yeah, and absolutely. Think, and that conversation has to start with a place of mutual respect. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And also extending that beyond just the music educator realm. But since we do teach amongst a sea of general ed teachers, mm-hmm. we also need to recognize um, the teachers and staff at our school site and be vulnerable with them Mm -hmm. and recognize that even if they do rub you the wrong way, they are just as needed and valuable. And that that rubbing the wrong way comes out of their own fear. It does. Mm -hmm. And their own insecurity. And that's really hard to have compassion for that. Nobody likes to be made feel, you know, less than. I I cannot stand that feeling. It makes me want to run out of a room. But when I think about it with my thinking brain and not my lizard brain, then I'm (laughs) able to go back and say like, oh, okay, so she, she was acting this way because she has been traumatized she's been on the receiving end of you know all of these things that have told her on many different levels that she is not good enough mm-hmm. and nobody likes that feeling watching kanto <laughs> oh is it good it's really good okay yeah it's really good but like the whole feeling of not good enough it's like, Ooh. it's like oh i Man, feel we all feel that we all do and we're all terrified of it yep mm-hmm. i feel like the people that are that exude the most confidence and the most the more, more, more brash confidence are the ones that feel it the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, when I needed to take that day off because my doctor told me to, I went back the day after and my fifth and sixth graders came up to me and they're like, oh, Ms. Primmore, why weren't you there yesterday? They were so <laughs> sad. And I was like, um, I was like, you guys, I missed you too. Um, and I hope you enjoyed the the virtual field trip I left you <laughs> see the Nutcracker, which they did. They okay, liked okay. it. They got something out of it. Heard it went well. Um, and I was like, you know what? Sometimes grown-ups need to take a little bit of time to make sure that they're the safest grown-ups they can be to help you. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay. And they were cool with it. And so was it sad that I wasn't there? Can, nobody can be Mrs. Pridmore. That's true. I mean, just like nobody can be Mr. Seligman. That's true. But the school didn't burn down because I took a day off. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was okay. Everyone was okay. Everyone was okay. And therapy is cool. Therapy is so cool. Therapy's that's not cool. original. That's from Tiffany Rowe. Oh. She's amazing. Okay. That's a great Instagram follow. Cool. Speaking of following. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Smooth. Smooth. <laughs> uh, the, what, three, third season? Uh-huh. Season three. We are in season three. Season three. It's, it's been wild. It's been a lot of shifts. It's been a lot of cool adventures, but it only is cool because of you. Mm-hmm. I feel like KPBS, like, you know, the whole, like... <laughs> was it a sponsor season I oh feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways like 
thank you for following us. Thank you for uh, listening along the way. But this only occurs because of all y'all behind the, the glass there. <laughs> or were sound waves. There's, there's a glass somewhere. There's always a glass somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lens. There's a lens, yes. Right there. Or there's a filter in this microphone because mm-hmm. the audio listens. I got you know, to acknowledge those people. Um, that all said, uh, please make sure you give us five stars. Um, on now on Apple, but also Spotify. Spotify, can, you can now rate. So you can please go on Spotify because this helps um, this community stay intact and also helps make sure that these lights that are shining bright in my face uh, are kept on. Thank um, you, husband. <laughs> so please like, uh, please uh, like, give us five stars, uh, leave us a review. Leave us a review, please, because like it's fun to read. Um, it is. Yeah. And if you have any questions or concerns or uh, curiosities, you can always email us at chaoticharmyclassroom at gmail.com. And if you ask us a question on uh, on Gmail, there is a chance that we will answer it on an episode. It's very possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Back with Spiccato after the break. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. All right, so back from the break. Um, So you often ask me to bring spiccato. I do. Every week. Mm-hmm. And well, I needed something new at my household, and I decided, you know what? I think I'll bring it. Oh my god! To our listeners, it's a plunger. I have a toilet plunger, unused, unused. <laughs> I'm really glad the, that you. The tag made is that on this still. Made it clear. <laughs> it is unused, but if for some reason you would bring this into a classroom, uh-huh. or a set of them to a classroom. Mm-hmm. Other than trumpet plungers. I know, it's like, other than trumpet <laughs> it's a plungers, mute. Yeah. <laughs> what, okay, actually, I'm, I'm going to specify, other than trombones or trumpets, okay. how else could you use this? If you want to use it for another uh, instrument, you're welcome to. I don't know. but Recorder mute. <laughs> that's not kidding. a recorder mute, that's a recorder cleanse. <laughs> Let's see here. It could be a percussion instrument. Mm. Could bang it on the floor. I was hoping it would stick to the wall. Not that one. It doesn't. No. That's okay. I think it would be really funny to use it as a um, an object lesson. Object lesson. Expand. Yeah, to be like if you're if if you have something in your your ensemble like your band or your choir that they can't get past, be like, we're gonna work on getting unstuck today. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Gotcha. And gotcha. And then use it to conduct. Okay. I would totally do that. What would you do? What I do. Uh huh. I think a lot about stomp. Oh, for sure. Because they do, you know, household items. Uh-huh. And so, this one I need a lot of force to actually suction. I know. You um, do. 
I feel like you can do a whole routine with the plungers. Oh, yeah. Because um, it does make a nice, like, low sound, mm-hmm. um, as well as you can click things together as well. So yeah. it's not just rhythm sticks, but it is plunger sticks. Just yep. make sure that kids don't place their mouth on it. Ew. Yeah, it's going to happen with it, like whatever you use. God, I hate that with the boom whackers. Oh, yeah. Is it... They're always putting it on their eyes. Rule number one, do not treat this like a didgeridoo. <laughs> and they do. They, they do. do. Every time. Yeah. There's always some boy. It's, why I... <laughs> <laughs> it's never me. a girl. <laughs> it's aggregately true. <laughs> um, but no, it's like... Uh, I, 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 that's why I haven't pulled the boom whackers this, uh-huh. this year, you know, during like return to school because uh uh-uh. during during covid season we are not i'm not taking that risk i want to spray those things <sighs> the insides the outsides like whatever but the insides and getting mm-hmm. like a little swamp anyways back to the toilet plunger <laughs> um i feel like you could do a very cool um percussion routine with mm-hmm. it um i think though the one i got which is more effective for toilets mm-hmm is not as good for uh, the versatility of sound because it has this uh, front stopper, which is perfect again, perfect for to- toilets. Mm-hmm. But the ones that are like the that are more like the trumpet mutes, where it's mm-hmm. cut down, mm-hmm. you can do more stuff with it. So make more of a make, fun sound with it. Make more fun sounds with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have an idea <laughs> for what to do with a toilet plunger in a music classroom, besides unclogging the staff bathroom. That that is not gonna happen. That's not that is not my responsibility. <laughs> or rather, my tools are not the responsibility. Um, ooh, ooh. We all have that calling. Oh, I'm just saying. Yes, that is true. Um, uh, it, yeah. Name and names. Jason. <laughs> um, regardless, uh, if you have an idea, uh-huh. let us know. You can um, send us a response uh, via Twitter at chclassroom or email us at chaoticcrimeclassroom at gmail.com. Do it. Let us know. Let us know. And we have a round. We do. We do. We've been doing songs with you for, a little, for a, quite a while, which is fine. We actually have a round of the week. Round of the week. So this is a classic um classic round you say classics and apparently I, my, my 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 field of view is so narrow you apparently. know i was raised by puppeteers so yeah. uh puppeteers slash ministers i so. was raised by a hippie so you think <laughs> you would think, you'd think uh this is an old one um and it's a good one so this is a a tom chap uh tom chapin round and it is this pretty planet i feel like we have to do this one because it comes yep. up every year around earth day um and it's pretty and it's a planet. And it's a planet. And so this. Here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. So uh, shall I start us? I, I'll sing You think with you know you. it? Okay. Um, yeah. I'll... Mm, is that okay? Yeah. This pretty planet spinning through space. You're a garden. You're a harbor. You're a holy place. Golden sun going down. Gentle blue giant spinning us around. All through the night, save till the morning light. This pretty planet spinning through space, your garden, your harbor, your holy place. This pretty planet spinning through space, your garden, your harbor, your holy place. Golden sun going down, gentle blue giants spin us around. Save 
all through the night, save till the morning light. I love that one. One. I know, every time he has to resolve it. It's okay. Yeah. I like this song. It's still a, lot. a lovely song. It yeah. is a lovely song. Everyone should know it. There you go, my friends. Well, thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. If people wish to give you a Happy New Year, how can they send that to you? They can send it to me on Instagram at mrs.pridmore. Awesome, awesome. No mm-hmm. more. Are you off the Twitters for now? I mean, I should probably get back on the Twitters. I'm at Finny Vapa. If anybody sent me a message on Twitter and activated it, I'd probably use it. I did send you one. Oh, you did? Oh, I tagged you. That's all. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you okay. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you can find me at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N, on the Twitters, on the Instas. Um, I hate IG. I think IG just feels wrong in your mouth. Insta. Yeah. Insta. The Instas. And also TikTok. On the gram. I'm, no. <laughs> no. We ain't okay, doing that. Um, or I, I, I want to do more on TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, I have some ideas. I have some ideas. So you can Can't follow me also at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-G-M-A-N, on TikTok as well. Those three platforms. You can also send us, uh, find us on the on all socials at CH Classroom um, or uh, YouTube is Chaotic Harmony Classroom. Mm-hmm. And if you want to send us an email, please do. We would love it. We would love it. We love it getting more than us. just spam um, at mm-hmm. chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to Cameron New Universe. Year's. Okay, we're live. And we're live. That's GIF.